Romancing the Dungeon is intended for mature audiences, as this show contains adult themes. Oh. Oh. Not those kind of adult themes, I'm being told. Just sensitive stuff that some audience members may find upsetting. Content warning for specific episodes can be found in episode descriptions. Where can I go to find some of those other adult themes? You're listening to Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast about heroes navigating their daily lives while looking for love in a world full of peril, monsters, and heartbreakers. Last time on Romancing the Dungeon. If you encounter any super demonic evil presence, you have to swear to me, you'll just not go with it. There you are. You seem really keen to get away from me, Heffy. What do you want? What I've always wanted, to be with you. Well, that's not going to happen. I have done everything for this. You grab her and you just shove her and a hand touches the purple orb. Dahlia's no longer there anymore. Come on, it's almost over. And his eyes glow red. Nate, you start to hear a heartbeat and you see Hephaestus in front of you. Everything is red. She's here. We need her. You need her. Madonna needs her. I cast haste and I go. You see a large red crystal pulse the light. Hephaestus 
Nate, the both of you stand there for just a moment, eyes locked on each other. There's a very awkward and even eerie silence that just seems to resonate in this room, in this space. Hephaestus, what do you want to do? Can I run over to Nate? And yes. Just be like, oh my god, thank god. Oh, Jesus. Are you okay? I mean, not really. What's, what's going on? Where are the others? They're just trying to get through some traps. I just, I kind of felt you were here. Are, are they okay? Uh, yeah, no, they're, they're fine. They're fine. We've, we've had some help, so... Where have you been? What's going on? I've I've been in here. I've I've been in here the whole time. Uh, Dahlia has tried to kill me twice. Do you know the way back out? Can we can we get out? Can, is it just a fast that I see? It. Well, you saw the the shadow move into the room, standing next to the crystal. It hasn't acknowledged either of the two of you since you appeared. I'll turn to look at it. As Hephaestus asks you a question, your gaze is drawn into the room and you see a shadow and you stare at it and it's illuminated by the glowing red light from the crystal. And a horrific pain courses through you. Give me a constitution saving throw with disadvantage. Nathaniel. So, Collins, that's a 19 and a 16. You feel the pain. It's like it's like somebody has plunged their fingers into your heart and are just tearing it open. And as you feel it start to overcome you, you just feel the mark on your back flare up and a strength kind of courses through you. And that strength becomes its own agony as two forces pull on you. And the figure turns its head, and you see yourself staring back at you. Is this it? Bring her. Do not hesitate. Wait, what, 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 what is this? What, 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 what? What are we doing? You and I will join. I will become a part of you. You will become a part of me. As you hear Nate speaking to Nate, it's the two voices. It's like an echo right now. Your body is not strong enough for the ritual. The life force of another, a sacrifice, is needed. And only one whose heart belongs to you will suffice. You know this, Nathaniel. No, 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 not Hephaestus. <laughs> Nate, what, what, what's going on? What? Not me, what? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I don't. I don't know. Are you okay? 
take the ring, Nathaniel. Give it to her. It will make this easier. I take the ring out of my pocket. I, what, 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 what do I see? <laughs> um, scared, very hurt, but not of you. Not scared of you. Just of the situation, the, the dungeon and everything that's happened. But she's, she's just staring at you and flitting her eyes between you and the shadow, but mostly you. The shade crumbles a little and it clenches at its heart. There isn't time, Nathaniel. They slowly chip away at who I am and what you could become. If they succeed, you fail and they all die. I can I can feel him sort of coursing through mm-hmm. every part of you. I say I'm sorry. And I I put on the ring. What are you doing? What are you do what are you doing, Nathaniel? Wait, what's going on? So sorry. About what? What? Let's. What? What are you talking about? Good enough for you. Nate, we're we're over this. Come on. What are you doing? Kyle and Fia, you arrive at a lab. The room is completely and totally in dark. There are red crystals glowing, but dimming, and black shards begin to glow powerfully and in a corner to your right Kyle you see a woman standing there she points at the door Kyle runs up and inspects the door it it's a wooden door it seems it seems reinforced it seems quite strong uh, you give it a pull and it does not open are they in there is that where they are not sure I think so Hello? Guys, are you in there? You hear absolutely nothing. Start trying to break it down any way possible. Like, mm-hmm. whatever we can. Give me attack rolls. Okay, I'm going to... 24 with the scimitar. 8. I do 19 with my rapier for 12. You scratch at the door with your, like, you... You're just slashing at it with the rapier. When you do, your rapier, you see the blade almost just vanish. You can slow, you're still holding it. As you scratch against it, purple dust lights up. Kyle, you hack at it. Part of the door chips away, but it still seems strong and sturdy. Anything stronger? Not that I have. I start looking around the room. The black crystals. Yeah, they're glowing. But they're bottled. Yeah. Mage hand one and fuck it at the door from a distance. Give me a, a ranged weapon attack. You can use your proficiency bonus because of the magic. Back up, Fia. Back up. You throw out Fia. <laughs> <laughs> 20. Unnatural. Dirty 20. 
Fia, you just hear Kyle tell you to back up. He turns and just throws his hand out and immediately a spectral form, just kind of a soft golden light uh, kind of wafting from it, rips open one of the cabinets, pulls out a jar with a black crystal glowing in it and you just see him throw it through the door. It passes through the woman in black staring at you, smashes against the door and you start to see cracks form in the door where the black crystal has broken and smashed in with the glass they've stuck in parts of the door and the purple dust blinks and the door starts to crumble and where the iron and wooden door stood there's now darkness and stepping out of it is the tiefling dressed all in black with pink skin purple hair an undercut on one side and twisted horns her hands covered in blood where the fuck is Hephaestus Tenderson well you're not her fuck off (laughs) she just lets out a shriek Uh, and holds her hands up and black and pink flames erupt around her. Get the fuck out of my way. She's going to hit you with an Eldritch Blast. Yeah. 21. Hit. He will raise a finger disapprovingly and cast shield to bump his AC (laughs) to 23. Okay. It hits like it it, you just see the veins in her head throb. Fia, you just see Kyle smacked with this uh, eldritch blast. It just washes over him uh, as he's entirely illuminated in gold and you just see the faint outline of... Are those fucking wings? <laughs> and he stands there just with a hand out, like a hand and a finger kind of up at her. Yeah. <sighs> I am going to kill all of you! And she just puts a hand on the wall your mother. She just steps through the wall, casting Dimension Door. What? Who the fuck is that? Friend of your mom's? No! Is the door still there? There's... Where 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 she's gone through or where she came where, out of? Came out just, of all the door. She's just full of portals these days. Half life. She's doing half life. Where she, <laughs> I, love it, I love it. Just your mom. <laughs> where she came out of? Mic drop. Uh, where she came out of? There's a swirling vortex. Do you think that's where they are? I don't know what else we can do. Like. There's no other doors in here besides that. That was it. She came out of there and she didn't know where Hephaestus was. So I don't see much point in us going into the infinite darkness. <laughs> Try the other door that's there. There's two doors behind you. There's one slightly ajar. And it just looks like a corridor. And on the other side, you see a door frame with arcane writing around it, but no handle or way obvious way to open it. I call it the Hephaestus puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You try one, I try the other. Okay. Okay. Give me the one that's probably not magic. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Kyle, as you study the runes uh, on the door, trying to 
figure it out. Brilliant minds have gone mad trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> this is for procession. Yes, yes. <laughs> you <laughs> call back to an earlier episode. <laughs> Both of you, just as you kind of reach out and via you go to open the door and Kyle, you go to trying to start to decipher what the runes are. Uh, as you step through, Kyle, you're starting to make sense of it. It's actually quite simple. You hear Anitika, Anitika, that's, that's what I call her, oh it's a couple name for herself. Yeah. <laughs> Anita just scream. Boris, no. And Boris Rivermay has fallen. <gasps> no. no. Now the question is, do you care about me or him more? Still you. Okay, thanks. <laughs> There's just the sound of fighting uh, and Anita screaming and as you step through the door slams shut behind you Fia. Oh for fuck's sake! And you find yourself standing in the drawing room both doors shut. I try I grab at the handle trying to desperately pull it open. Give me a strength saving throw. Saving. Oh uh, give me an athletics check sorry that's just an old. Can I use the dice? Well no actually not better off rolling because my athletics is shit. I should have taken the dice. Six. You try to open the door that led into the ballroom full of what you assume was Hephaestus collateral damage. Um, it doesn't open. I start banging on him, just screaming Kyle's name. He came. And he took her. I turn around. There's an, an Alps in the room. Where are they? Where is she? And he left me like this. Where are they? Get him. Where are they? And give me an initiative roll. Oh no. Could Kyle hear calling out from the other side of that door? Give me a perception check with disadvantage. Oh, I got a 10. What did you get? I got 13. Okay. Six. Nope, you hear nothing, Kyle. But you have figured out the puzzle. It says speak command. Yeah. Okay. Getting my, I'm going to get my Echo Knight up into space with him as well, just to make sure I'm getting freaking advantage. Well, not advantage, but... Sneak attack. Sneak attack on this. Max damage. Max damage. Because... That's a nat one. Oof. And a on the dagger I got a twenty-four for thirteen damage. Okay. So you your Echo Knight form uh moves towards it. Uh it it seems to kind of disregard it as anything more than just a shadow of you in the way that it is a shadow of something else. Mm. And as it sort of lunges towards you, you step in rapier and dagger drawn and you swing with the rapier and plunge your right hand forward with the dagger and the dagger catches. But you lose your balance on your left foot entirely and a pain courses through your shoulders and your hand feels heavy and its hand touches the side of your face. Uh, 11 to hit. No. Uh, that's its reaction. It glances and immediately you recoil. You saw, you, you've already felt one of these creatures touch and it is not 
pleasant. It's kind of stumbling back, kind of catching yourself. You bring your weapons forward again, hold your breath, and you remember the stance that Una taught you, and you hold yourself firm as it swipes a second time. 14 to hit. No. It swings out with a wretched claw, the bones twisting and snapping like twigs to touch. And as it does, you drop underneath it and immediately you see the Echo Knight just half a second out do the same drop and movement around it. Kyle. Kyle is staring at the door. (laughs) Why don't you call one of your hags, huh? Oh. Kyle looks back into the room. (laughs) Is the lady still stood there? She's standing at the door. At the swirling vortex. He like tentatively looks back around, glances for Fia. Fia? What's behind the other door, Fia? There's no response. He has one hand on the ruined door and is glancing towards the lady at the other side of the room. I am starting. That you have developed an attachment to these people. Are you compromised? He allows a scowl to pass over his face and he says, Extenuating circumstances notwithstanding, I am every bit the professional you paid for. Then why is she about to be devoured? And his eyes widen. Follow is a worm, and father will have her. Step through that door. Save her. Do what you have to. Morang is safe. Her proximity to the shard is ending. She will be well, and she will be safe. That part of the contract you have seen. There is a pressing matter. Sort it, or I will. And she turns and walks into the vortex and vanishes. He will follow her through the vortex. You turn back, Kyle, look at the door, look to where Fia stepped through, and then scimitar in your hand, step through the portal. We cut back a few minutes before this. Hephaestus and Nate, the ring is on your finger, and as you... Speak a truth to Hephaesta. And you, Hephaesta, just see tears pouring down Nathaniel's face, spouting utter bullshit. It has to be. It's, it's Nate. It's always bullshit. You see the shade move around the room, the, the shadow version of what 
once looked like Ivan Swallow, then looked like Nathaniel McKnight, and is some weird mix now between both of them. It's snarls and hisses. Insolent. Dog. Fine. If you weren't worthy of me, then so be it. I will bring this fucking hassle down on everyone in it. But first, I will eat your throat. Three Alps were defeated, two remain. Well, one is still possibly standing. Each Alp accounted for 10 HP of this thing. It has already lost 30 HP. Okay. Anita and Mikhail are currently fighting the other one. Afia is fighting the last remaining one. And Hephaestus and Nate, you find yourselves coming face to face with the essence of whatever monstrosity has possessed and has lived and has been warped by its immortality in the heart of the Forgotten London. Everybody roll initiative. Nathaniel at disadvantage because you're forgetting what an initiative is. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Jesus. Okay, that's a 12 for... I'm just going to say swallow. Just easier for everyone to keep track of. Hephaestus? One. Okay, Nate? Ten. Okay. Even a fucking disadvantage. (laughs) Nate, give me a wisdom saving throw. Against the spell save DC of 16. 17. You see the shade of Ivan just fixate and hold a hand out and its eyes grow red. Like, sorry. Its eyes glow red and you feel the voice its words in your mind there is still time Nathaniel as he casts dominate person you pass at that same moment it moves around the room and it's standing right behind Hephaestus it is your action Nate you're still it's behind it's behind the both of you it's now kind of both in your space I'm just gonna hazard a guess and say that the connection I have with this thing is sort of while it is still in me it's holding on to a part of me that's not you so I still yeah. have a sense of myself yes yeah by virtue of it hence why it's trying to control you yeah okay yeah I just I'll just I'll just lunge at it with my rapier okay make an attack roll please ten that does not hit <laughs> Don't forget, you're not 20 that you have. As it moves towards you and Festa, you immediately put kind of one hand out in front of her defensively and you slash with your rapier. Where you cut, Ivan was there and then he wasn't there. He just kind of blurred and he's back standing in front of you and he snarls a smile. Hephaestus. Sorry, bonus action. The bardic inspiration for Hephaestus. Hephaestus. Okay. I think that's my uh, first one. Nate gives you a finger gun. <laughs> <laughs> just total confusion and panic she's just like nate what the fuck is going on and i'm going to eldritch blast the shadow thing (laughs) for a nine you throw a hand up hephaesta eldritch magic washes around you and a blast of red and gold flames just erupts it strikes the air and hits the wall behind it and at that moment 
the light from your magic lights the room up. The room you're standing in, it's not made of stone. It's not made of earth or timber. The room is made of flesh and bone. He is going to take a swipe at you, Nate, for 13 to hit. Nope. God damn it, Swallow, you piece of crap. Uh, At the same time, he's going to try and bite. That's a 24. That hits. 20. 20 on a bite. Yeah, 13 of that was necrotic damage. He lashes out with a claw. His face, it's, it's bestial. It's just teeth that have ripped through his lips and kind of his jaw. They're monstrous. As he swings out, you, again just kind of take half a step back, guiding kind of Hephaestus. As you do, and you kind of look at her to reassure her, Hephaestus, you see Ivan lunge and his teeth just sink into Nate's uh, neck and jaw as he bites straight down. Your maximum hit points are reduced by 13. Nate, it is your turn. I'm gonna cast Dissonant Whispers, so it's a save of 15. Wisdom. 12. He fails. It's 27 damage. (laughs) You see Hephaestus Nate just shout that this wasn't part of the You hear him and there is a strength in his voice that you haven't heard ever. And you just see Ivan, the thing that is Ivan or Nate or whatever unholy abomination it's becoming, claw at its ears, desperately clinging at its head, screaming a silent scream in pain. And immediately it throws itself down the passageway you came and standing there is Kyle Adorus. And it, he slams into you. Oh, watch your step. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to come in at the bottom. I'm not going to make a roll initiative. I'm just going to have you come in, in at the very end of this. God damn it, which is a festa and then you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that so upsetting to you? If you have to ask. Hephaestus, <laughs> 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 it's your action. Sorry, Nate, bonus action. You already have Bardic Inspiration. Yeah. Uh, do I notice that Kyle's here? Yeah, you, you see him <clears throat> just step in. Like, he just steps into the hey. space. I sort of do the finger gun, but I hold it sort of... You don't know who he is. I don't do anything. I don't do a thing. That's gosh darn thing. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Festa, your action. I just sort of turn to Nate and, like, Try to put my hand on that, that like bite, that bleeding, and I'm just like, "What the fuck is going on? Are you okay?" And I, I'm going to hold my action unless it attacks Kyle. Okay. Um, and I'm just, I, I'm trying to help Nate, I guess. Uh, just frantic, just you know, almost kind of swat you away. It's like you know, I'm, I'm sort of fight or flight mode at the minute, so it's just sort of washing over me. I don't, yeah, I don't do anything. I just sort of cling to his side and, and watch to see what this thing does. I guess, can I use this moment to, like, look for an exit? Give me a... So your action to look for something is going to cost you your hold action. That's fine. Kyle's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big boy. <laughs> Perception. Uh, 18. You don't see a door. You don't see... Any clear Any exit. clear okay. exit. Your eye is drawn to the light source in the room, this pulsating red 
this isn't a shard. This isn't a crystal. This is huge. This is this is bigger than anything you saw in Marilla's. This to kind of quantify it, it looks like a boulder. Uh, okay. It is supported by ribbons of muscle or nerves, just tissue kind of holding this out. And where you see it kind of propped up, there is a hole. Kyle. Now that we've been officially informed that these are vampires we're dealing with, will Kyle know offhand how vampires respond to necrotic kissing? They love <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, again, you you've you've had your f- fair share of encounters with the undead. I'm gonna say yes, you're very much aware that some undead creatures are entirely immune to necrotic damage. Others are merely resistant to it. Okay. You're not certain of the two what a vampire. You've never met one. Well. Well, yeah. I'll never tell. <laughs> no, he will. He is a fucking gossip. <laughs> okay. Failing a clear cut course of action there. He is instead going to lean in close to the thing drifting in front of him. And cast dissonant whispers. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking volleyball in this thing around. Double dissonance. <laughs> Wisdom saving throw, DC 14. God damn it, that's a seven. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> he leans in very close and just below audible perception, he just whispers, You're going to die. What have we got? 3D6. 10 psychic damage total and if it has a reaction now actually it's got to use it to move away if it doesn't have a reaction it doesn't it's already used it oh, to get okay. away from Nate and yeah all its speed yeah, yeah it has yeah so perfect it, so it stays put oh and he will use a bonus action and burn two sorcery points to regain a level one spell slot okay um, that's it give me a wisdom saving throw Kyle but I'm turning it in. Then at one. Can I use it on a save as opposed to a check or an attack? You can use it on whatever you want. You Gotta use it sometime. Oh my god. Curse. Curse. That's a weighted dice. That's a weighted dice. The shadow turns back. And he turns back and he just puts his middle finger and index finger on your forehead and casts Bestow Curse. You have disadvantage on all attack rolls against the shadow of Count Ivan's Follow. He is going to use one of his legendary actions because he's in, or his layer actions because he's in his layer. And he can do these things because that's fun. <laughs> For me. Mm-hmm. Make an unarmed strike. 23 to hit. Was that a Kyle? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it does, yeah. He lunges out. Uh, you see his claws, and Kyle, as you bring your scimitar up defensively, his arm twists unnaturally around, and he grabs you by the back of the head, and he holds you in a grapple, and his mouth opens. <sighs> Thank you.
Fia, your action. The Alep mm. is still in front of you. Your Echo Knight is on the other side of it. Sophia is like really freaking out. She's really worried about everyone. And she's just, as she's grasping her weapon, she's just thinking back about everything that they went through. And she's like, in her head, she's like, please, like, I just, I'll give anything. Donna, anyone just, I want them to be safe. Nothing. Just you feel nothing. A tear slides down her face and she goes and she attacks him again. I'm turning in my 13. Okay. For my rapier, so that'll be an unnatural 20 to hit. Okay. And then my dagger hits as well because that's a 21. Five is 10 for 17 damage. I am going to unleash incarnation to get my echo to do it again. With the rapier, so it's another 21 to hit for another 10 damage. With just a tear rolling down your cheek, you see this malformed shadow of Ivan Swallow just snarl. He took her from me. With no answer, no nothing, no reaction, you lunge at the same time you just stab forward with the rapier and you slash with the dagger and you see your echo knight do the same thing uh, and you just carve into it and you see a tear form in it I just say back to it she is not listening to me and I stare down that's 25 to hit yes 16 psychic damage it just plunges a hand down towards you and it just it's just a wisp it's a wipe and it is cold and it feels like it just it feels as if your bones are brittle and will break and there's a flash and you see a young man uh, an elf and there's Hadana and they embrace and they kiss and you just feel the warmth wafting the life the joy the happiness all of it there is just this magnificent scene of true love and then it is ripped from you and staring at you from the darkness is the twisted form of the shadow of Asmodian the faces of Norris and Ardat snarl and snap and you you find yourself standing in the room your Echo Knight just sort of waiting for your next move it's your action seeing that I just go at it again um The rapier doesn't hit, but the dagger does. Oh no, wait. No, the the rapier does hit, the dagger dagger doesn't. 11 damage. And then again, I'm going to burn another incarnation. Or unleash our incarnation for my Echo Knight to do the same again. Which it does for another 8 damage. So 11 and 8, 19 damage in total. Desperately, your arms are starting to feel tired uh, as you swat. uh, And you see it 
reflected back in you in the Echo Knight that is just the strength that, that you to hold these weapons to hold your ground to fight you start to feel it just drain it is exhaustion the the effects of whatever ritual or healing that uh, Anita did upstairs has was only a band-aid just to kind of push you and you lunge forward at this creature and it snarls and its arms open wide and it brings both of its hands towards you uh, and you slash at it and you see it its form the rags the shadows melt and drip from it as it looks to be falling away but it goes to attack and I just say it's um Hadana you just really you're a liar you don't care about love take 16 psychic damage yep Fia it just it reaches his hands out towards you and you feel it kind of grip and pull at your hair and scratch at your scalp and you feel the pain it is a maddening scream in the darkness you see counts follow drenched in blood around him are hordes of bodies in the distance a castle and all you feel is hate and loneliness and bitterness it is the worst feeling you have ever felt can I reach out and touch this shade's face if it's there or just put my hand towards it can if that's your action yeah You reach out via just not pocketing your dagger, but just kind of letting it fall. Yeah. That's fair. With your free hand, you reach up and touch this monstrosity's face, the visage, the bones, the shadow, whatever it is of Ivan's follow. It feels like you've plunged your hand into frozen earth like a grave and the mark on your back lights up and the creature there's just you hear sobbing coming from inside it you hear a man crying and at the same time Hephaestus as you stare down at the red crystal and the hole beneath it from it you can just hear a man crying. And the creature reaches out to touch your face, Fia. And its entire visage changes and it snarls and hisses. 18 to hit. Yep. 11 psychic damage. Mm-hmm. Its hand, it, it, it's not scratching, it's not pulling it just it's just it's touch you feel it you feel you feel all of these emotions at once and there is a raw intensity to them that are killing you they are ripping you to pieces on the inside and you feel every part of your aura 
every part of your energy, every part of who you are struggling against this tidal wave of darkness. And there, in all of this, you see Ivan Swallow standing in a field and he doesn't he doesn't know where it is but he feels he feels connected to it and walking through the woods you see a woman she smiles at him and his eyes light up and you just see him speak a name and she pulls her hood back and you see Hedonna standing before Ivan's follow in the form that you know her as you've seen her as and she puts her hand to his face and he presses into it and he begins to sob and she embraces him and you see her take a small stone box from a bag on her hip and she smiles and she opens it and she takes out a silver ring with a black gemstone in it. She places it on his finger. Forget me. Forgive me. And she kisses him. And she burns with a brilliant white light. And the mark on your back just burns with an intensity. Top of the turn. Nate, you heard the crying coming from the hole beneath. And you you stare at the creature and the man that he's now put his attention on. And you just see Hephaestus. And you see no way out. There's no way out of here. You don't know where you are. With my history to the red crystal. So you're saying I can hear the crying. <laughs> Am I feeling anything from the red crystal? Give me an insight check. Natural 20. It is the one thing in the room beyond Tefesta that you know for certain is real because it is a part of you there is a connection a real connection beyond just a material one where your eyes are drawn to this thing it is a part of you and it is connected to two other things in this room the creature attacking the the gentleman with white hair and the room itself. I I run at the crystal and I jump into the air with my rapier above my head in an attempt to land down on top of the crystal casting shatter focusing on the tip of my rapier. As an additional note Shatter um, 
has sort of like an advantage on anything made of crystal or stone. Um, and I mean, for the day that's in it, I'm going to use the natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, I got from Anita. Oh, did you <laughs> kill Anita? Does it scream? I'm upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> My voice! <laughs> Hephaestus, you feel Nate squeeze your hand, let go, and then run at the crystal. You see him throw himself into the air, drawing his rapier, and then stab it straight down. And as the tip of the rapier strikes the tip of the, the top of the crystal, just the sound of the metal hitting the crystal twing it's a soft sound and Kyle the creature holding you turns its head back and lets out a scream you fool roll for shatter damage so that's an 8 a 6 an 8 a 6 a 2 and a 1 Two to one is three, six, nine, seventeen, plus the eight, twenty-five. Nate, you you charge, you leap, you cast the spell, you feel the rapier strike the red crystal. It cracks and immediately you recoil in agony. Mm. Like twenty-five damage. At the same time, the shade of Ivan Swallow also recoils in pain and he he looks back and he just starts to laugh pathetic you can't even end your own life I have that liberty and he just squeezes Kyle his hand around the back of your neck Hephaesta the moment the rapier hits the shard and you see Nate and the crystal crack. That there's a flash of the energy around and it is, it's not light. It's, it's something else. And you feel the mark on your back light up. And standing just beside you, a hand slides into yours. And to your right, you see Hadana. And there's something cold in her hand. And she starts to cry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, little one. Save him. No. And her hand glides away from yours and she just vanishes into that light. And there's a stone obsidian dagger in your hand. I just... 
just let out a scream. Like, I'm just so fucking sick of this. And I... Where is Nate? Like, has he fallen off he the... He just collapsed yeah. off the crystal. He's lying there, we're kind of recoiling in pain. Um... I just I just run over to him and and sort of drop next to him and I just go what am I supposed to do Do we see the dagger in her hand? You do. I'll hold her hand as it sort of you know grasps the knife. And I'll look at her and I'll smile. It's okay. You can't. Please. You one stupid son of a bitch, you know that. I just um, lean over and place a light kiss on his cheek and just drive the dagger into him. Hephaestus? I don't respond. The blade slides you feel it press and there's a huge amount of pressure and you just see tears running down Hephaestus' face. It's the same face she had when you first saw her. She was in... She was absolutely... She was so... There were angry tears. There are always angry tears with Hephaestus. And a bouncer wouldn't let her in to the club. And she attacked him. And he was able to disarm her. And she was angry that she wasn't able to attack him. But you kind of calmed things down, uh, Nate. And you smoothed things over. And you you told him that you didn't want to play in this shit-ass club anyway. You also weren't actually on the ticket, but you thought it was impressive. And picking Hephaestus up, pulling her onto her feet, you tell her about a pub that you really know, and it's like, it's underground. It's like the most happening spot. And you know the owner, so you get the good stuff. And you bring her to the Copper Rabbit, and Marilla taps on a sign uh, that says, Nate, no dates. Uh, (laughs) And seeing the girl looking quite upset, Marilla just... Rolls her eyes to the heavens, uh, throws a dirty dishcloth over her shoulder, and proceeds to pour two mugs of ale and slaps them up on the counter and gives you the filthiest. She give it. She give you a filthy look, Nate, but she gives the pure stink eye to a festa, and you just knew there was something about her. Not. It was just there was just an energy, a, a glow, uh, a fire. And you've always been drawn to that fire. Not always romantically. And you never really got the words out. It's 
fucking hard when she's always screaming at you. <laughs> but she hung around. And that memory slips away. And you don't know who the woman is standing over you. And everything starts to go white. Kyle. Is the can still hanging on in spite of this? He is not. He is making a fucking dash. He won't get there on this turn. You have an opportunity to attack on him because he has moved out of your space, so you have a free opportunity to attack on him if you chose to use it, and then you can take your action. Okay. Because Kyle has Warcaster, he can use an opportunity attack to cast a spell. I don't know if he has anything that can stop the count from moving. He's going to attempt to stop the count in his tracks by using Tasha's Mind Whip to bind him. Intelligence saving throw DC 14. Okay, he has plus six to his intelligence saving throws. I got nothing else right now. This is just an opportunity attack, so. Yep. Okay. Just because it's one of those doozy moments. That's an 11. Okay. That's an 11. So, Tasha's mind with 3d6 psychic, not really the important part. Uh, 14. And. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> can take a reaction till the end of his next turn and has to choose in his next turn move, an action, or a bonus action. Only oh, one of the three. Sneak. <laughs> It is noise and hunger and fear and panic. It is purely bestial and malevolent. If I use my movement, can I get in front of him or just catch up to him? I'm going to have him stopped down the tunnel so you can move past him. Again, that was your opportunity attack on him. Okay. Is going to move past him, is going to... Use Radiant Soul as his action. Wait. Yeah, use Radiant Soul as, an act- as his action to turn into... Or to gain his angelic aspect and his incorporeal wings. And is going to... Unfurling his whip and cracking it in the direction of the Count. Turn to Hephaesta. Point directly down at Nate's hand. Take the ring, not the man. Use the dagger if you need to. Uh, and it's going to turn and strike, just lash out with the whip at the count, but it's going to be a disadvantage because he's cursed. That's an at one. Festa, you hear Kyle run and you see the count cha- like f- like burst towards the two of you and, and then he just stops mid-movement. Kyle puts himself between you and that monster. At that moment, you just see, and you've seen them once before, and it really bothered you, uh, but they were fucking magnificent. (laughs) And these two glorious golden wings just erupt behind him, and he uses them to just put himself as a barrier between that creature and you and Nathaniel. And you see him crack and unfurl the whip 
and over his shoulder he barks and at that moment he cracks the whip you hear it snap through the air and it wraps around the Count's hand and he holds it fast his action give me a constitution saving throw Kyle 13 you needed a 16 I'm afraid 33 necrotic damage Kyle adores as the shade of Count Ivan's Follow casts Blight. Casts? Yeah, his action. Counter spell. <laughs> Just the way he went. Casts. <laughs> Talk to you about counter spell. So it says here in the script of Counterspell, fuck you! (laughs) (laughs) You attempt to interrupt a creature in the process of casting. If it's a third level or lower, it fails. If it's a fourth level or higher, I make an ability check using my spell casting ability. Is it fourth level or higher? It's fourth level. Okay, DC equals 10 plus... Sorry, I don't mean to be really happy about that, but I'm a little bit like, oh, the tension. (laughs) DC equals 10 plus the spell's level, so... Four. 14? Yeah. DC is 14, using my spell casting ability, is plus six to whatever this is. (gasps) That's 21. (laughs) You see him just hold a hand out, and... Along the whip, there's a crackle of black and green energy and the whip weathers and rots. It traces up along your hand and you see on your pristine manicured hand a blemish. (gasps) And your eyes lock on the shade and the magic is just entirely rebuffed. It's just negated. It is thrown away. The energy is just voided. And the count snarls. Festa. Do you have a... Is he, like, I mean, unconscious? He's... Yeah. So is it me? Yeah. I I try to pull the ring off? It doesn't okay. come away. I'm going to remove the dagger from his body. And apply pressure with the other hand. Donna just comes down and puts a little finger in. (laughs) (laughs) Not what I meant. (laughs) Good try. (laughs) A plus for everyone. O negative for his blood. Um sorry, and just sorry, sorry. just 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 crying and even though he's unconscious, just going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just You cut through skin and bone and the finger comes away. And holding it in your hands, you You see at first your reflection in the ring. But it's not a reflection. You you look younger in it. And you can see Marilla. She's shouting at somebody. And you see Jess and Ike and they're laughing and Jess is covered in flour and Ike is covered in molasses and Marilla comes in and they're roaring at each other and you can see 
Fia handing a book over and just kind of like tucking a piece, like a strand of hair behind her ear and just kind of blushing really awkwardly. You see a weird pond thing between Nate and Thane. It was never meant to be seen. It was, it was never meant to be You see it. It scares you. You wish you put the ring back on and stabbed it. You're seeing memories. And the mark on your back that heat, that warmth still remains. And for a moment, as the memories just drip into shadow and darkness, you just hear a voice. Do right by And the dagger in your hand and the ring in the other. You smash the ring and you just see light crack out of it and Nate's body arches up violently and the Count snaps violently and the crystal, the red crystal in the centre of the room, the cracks in it start to splinter and fracture more and light begins to pour out of it. And Fia, the room you're in, as you struggle to your feet... And the Alp bears down on top of you, your Echo Knight, a shadow of itself, barely holding on. You start to see light just cut through the spectre. And the door opens and in bursts Anita, Mikhail, both carrying Borisk, an arm strapped over each shoulder. They're carrying it, they're dragging him. His feet are literally, he's got very mucky paws. And they look up and they see you and Mikhail drops Boris with a thud and Anita goes down with him and he just holds a hand out and his arm glows and an arrow made of light strikes at the wraith and it erupts. And you find yourself standing entirely in a room, a vastness of white light and energy and a festa is there. Nate is there. And Kyle is there. And between the four of you, Hadana appears. Millennia ago, I walked the world of Arcanum. My feet touched earth, soil, grass. My skin felt rain and wind and cold and heat and embrace. I am a first one. I embody love. But it seemed such a strange phenomenon. Others carried the sun on their back, carried souls to the beyond, filled forests full of trees, creatures, great and small, and I. I had to 
safeguard a feeling. It never made any sense to me. How could it be? I did not know what love was. I made a choice. I set in motion cycle that has repeated itself for too long. I love them. I love them all. But Ivan, he was more. He was, and stepping behind her, a young elven man appears dressed in a white shirt, brown pants, a leather coat, a sword on his hip, and just a bag over it. And he just embraces her behind and she lets herself fall into it. This, this goddess. I understood what was power this little feeling has. How it brings so much joy, so much peace. so much life into the lives of those willing to open themselves to it. And I saw its destructive force. I saw flames of passion burn cities, topple empires, and ruin men's souls. This little feeling. So when he came, and he twisted all of it, and turned love into hate, I fought back. I resisted because love should never be taken. True love is a gift. And on her other side, Eugenia steps forward. Love yourself. The good parts and the dark parts. You have encountered his twisted malformations, his misunderstandings, his experiments. The shards are a legacy of a war that has waged and ravaged this world for too long. Do right 
by love. Be safe. Be loved. Be free. And Hedonna vanishes. And there's a terrifying rumbling sound. You feel the walls shake and the floor quiver under your foot and the light begins to fade and falter and twist. And there's a horrifying crumbling. And you feel the whole world ripped away from you. And the four of you, Borisk, Anita, Mikhail, find yourselves standing in the centre of Warmnock village. And in the distance you see the spires of Catherine's Hollow crumble and collapse and fall. As you all stand around trying to figure out and make sense of what's happening and as the sun begins to rise over the mountains in the distance, Kyle, you feel a mark on your back (laughs) and your eye is drawn to the tree line and standing there you see the twisted form of Morag and she bows and she vanishes into the disappearing darkness the sounds of horses galloping from the east and the long road pulls your attention and in the distance you can just make out the banners and flags of the Galeshire army approaching Borisk, Anita and Mikhail so you all you, you all felt that right? you his swimmingliness not him. Sure, you, we, you, you, and Anita kind of just kind of looks at you. Uh, we're all okay. We're all, and she kind of looks at your hand, Nate. There's a scar on your ring finger. You don't know what it is. You don't know who any of them are. I'm gonna leave the episode there. Hey, it's Declan here. Um, right at the very end of this recording, we never actually recorded the end um, or an ending. This the, the outro. We never recorded an outro. So I'm now recording to you just as we finished the edit. And uh, it is just past midnight. I'm very tired and I'm very emotionally drained. Recording these last couple of episodes has been pretty draining both creatively uh, and emotionally and mentally and even physically. Setting up all this gear can be a bit of a nightmare. But I do want to take this time to thank Amber, Sam, Louise and James for their incredible patience, energy and talent around the table 
It has been an absolute pleasure getting to tell this story with them and through them. And I also want to thank you for listening. This was a silly idea I had in my head a couple of years ago and never really thought it would go anywhere or do anything. And the outpouring of support that we've had for the show has just been... Yeah, it's been awesome. We are taking a short break now. Uh, We're past the halfway point of season two, but we're going to take a quick break. We're going to catch up on some rest. We're going to hang out. We're just going to chill. And we're very much looking forward to telling you the remainder of this story. Until then, though, I really hope you check out the adventures and one shots that we put together with the help and support of some fantastic special guests. We even get to learn just what all that fuss was about Ra's Grey Purse and possible forged education documents. And we get to find out a little bit about Kyle and his backstory with some very eccentric hens. This has been one of the best things I've gotten to do and uh, I'm very grateful for everybody who has given the show a like, a follow, a share uh, has reached out, has joined us over on our Discord community. I do want to thank Ghost of Red Mountain for our theme song this season. It's just brilliant. The artwork for the title cards is by Ralph is Redacted and a special thank you and mention to Eilish who has helped us really grow our our presence online as our social media manager. You can find us everywhere at D8 Dungeon. We have a Patreon that you can get behind and support, but the show is always going to be available for everybody for free on whatever podcast platform you listen to. I don't have an exact date for when the next part of season two will be out, but do keep an eye on our social media. And until then, thank you. Tell me why I 